0: Hello and welcome to Let's Enter the Arena. I'm your host, VM Campos. This is the podcast where I talk with a member of the Magic the Gathering community and we focus on Magic Arena. This week my guest is a returning guest. Who do we have today?
1: Hi, I'm Patricia.
0: Welcome back. It's been a little while since you were on the show. The last time you were here we were talking about San Diego Comic-Con and fun stuff, right?
1: Yes, you we are.
0: And on a scale of 1 to 9,000, how great was Comic-Con? Oh my
1: gosh, more like... 20,000.
0: <laughs> so it was over 9,000. Good answer. So this week what we've got going on is we're going to talk about the announcement that Brawl is coming to Arena. First of all, we're going to talk about what Brawl is. We're going to talk about some great cards we're going to use for Brawl. And as usual, we're just going to talk about Arena. So how much Arena have you been playing on a scale of 1 to 9,000? <laughs>
1: how about 2? Two? <laughs>
0: <laughs> 2,000, right? Uh,
1: 2,000. <laughs>
0: So the cool thing is that um, this format of Magic is interesting because it's a mixture of Standard and um, Commander. So of those two, which kind of do you maybe like a little bit more, Commander or Standard?
1: Probably the Standard just because just the amount of cards that you need, uh, they're less, so probably you have to learn less. So Because I'm really, really at the beginning stages of playing. Mm -hmm. Maybe just to... No, get familiar with the new cards. It's a better strategy for me.
0: Yeah, standard is cool because, again, yeah, you don't have to learn that many cards. Uh, And we're going to get some new cards at the end of the year in the brand new Throne of Eldraine. Did I ever tell you about the time that I uh, went to Mark Rosewater's panel and he told us all about the brand new set? (laughs) Yes, you did. Mm -hmm. So I got one of the uh, cool little invitations. I should have put it up here for the camera, but I got one of the invitations that says, you're invited to the brand new set, Thorn of Eldrain. So yes, I was there. But uh, yeah, Standard is cool because you don't have to learn a lot of new cards and uh, they will tie into Brawl. So do you know any sort of like detail about Brawl? I know that a lot of people don't just because they're so into either Standard, Modern, or Commander. But any thoughts on Brawl in general?
1: Well, I have very limited information. I know it's a new a new way of playing with it's a good it's meeting in the middle of between commander and standard
0: yes like a good mixture between a standard and commander so the company Wizards of the Coast tried to sort of like put together a new format based on an existing format. Some people think that's cool. Some people think, well, I'll just stick with what I already know. But playing more magic in different ways, I think is cool. So yeah, taking the concept of standard, make a deck out of standard only the last, you know, two years of cards or so, that's cool. And then make a deck that's uh, exactly 60 cards compared to 100 I think that's interesting also only one of each so you can't put four of the most powerful cards you're limited to one of each I think that's an interesting way to also build a deck just like commander and then speaking of commander well in that in that format you have a color identity with the commander that the commander all your cards have to be related to that card in Brawl it's the same thing but then now you can use either a legendary creature or a planeswalker so uh what do you think about that having a planeswalker as your commander leading the whole deck?
1: Well that's a very interesting idea. Mm-hmm. But oh okay, so what you're you're saying as well is if you pick up a, a, a one card, either a planeswalker or a Legendary, and it's red, you need to pick up all those related. They need to be yeah, red. It's exactly. not now that you can combine colors.
0: Exactly. That's one of the, the, the limitations. But what people find interesting that when you make Commander or Brawl decks, um, all of your cards have to be related to that color, or colorless, which is artifacts. Okay. So if you've got a Commander that is only red, which is a preview of what I'm going to show, actually, right. um, you your whole deck has to be red cards, or colorless cards, or lands. Um, so that's one of the stipulations, yeah.
1: Okay, that's interesting. And I think it's really good because I'm sure that a lot of people love to play Commander. Hmm. But also a lot of people love to play Standard. And maybe yeah. there are always this conflict of, oh, no, I prefer to play this because it might take longer, it might be f- faster. It really depends on the amount of people who 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 are playing how, the level of of uh, of their skill level and this might be a good a good compromise
0: I think the company's doing a good job introducing a variety of ways to play uh, Mark Rosewater often says magic is not just one game it's a game it's Magic is a lot of games tied together by rules. You have to have certain number of cards, you have to have a certain number whatever, but it's all a bunch of different games. When you play a game of Commander versus Standard, it's going to be very different. You play a game of Brawl versus Modern, it's going to be very different. So yeah, a variety of people playing in a variety of ways that they like. Mm-hmm. And one of the big identities of Brawl or Commander is that I'm going to pick my legendary creature and that's going to represent me and my deck and that's right. what I'm going to build upon. Yeah.
1: That's very interesting because if if you identify for example with one of the planeswalkers, I mean now you can you're obligated pretty much to really follow yeah. that planeswalker. Yeah. Which is which is very cool.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I think it should be the way all the time. Interesting. If, yeah, in my preference. Well, but you know,
0: people are, yeah. are are on all of the opinions. People are saying no, I don't want planeswalkers as my commander and some are saying yes. You know, some are saying, oh, it changes the game too much. Others are saying, well, I want to try different things. Uh-huh. So everyone's right and everyone's wrong. Right. <laughs> Yeah, so Brawl is very similar to Commander. It's got a few tweaks, which is interesting. One of the tweaks is life. In Commander, they set it up that you started with 40 life, which is the double of standard. On, on standard, you start with 20 life, get down to zero, the opponent loses. On Commander, right. they put it at 40 life just because there's usually four people playing. And people thought, uh, well, 20 life, the game's going to go by so fast, you can't have fun. So they put it on right. 40. Brawl is then again in the middle. They're at 30 life. So it's not as fast as a standard game, and it's not as slow as a commander game, so it's 30 life. That's pretty cool. And like we were saying also, well, we can have either a... So you can have either a Legendary Creature or a Planeswalker as the commander. And a Legendary Creature traditionally has been some sort of creature that you can only have one of them on the battlefield at a time. I can have four of them in a regular deck in my deck, but when I play it, I can only play one at a time. If I try to summon another one, the one that's already there dies. So um, part of the reason they made commander was that, that you're only going to have one commander that is going to lead your whole deck.
1: When tell me something, are those cards legendary because they're that powerful? Or it it really doesn't matter, you might have other more powerful cards, but the legendary, it's just that they're legendary, they might have like a special power or...
0: In the beginning, legendary... Uh, in the beginning, a lot of what magic was was more about the flavor of things. Like, I'm a wizard, and I have, there's dragons, and so forth. Mm. And then legendaries were invented on the, on the third set of magic, and it was called actually just legends. Mm-hmm. And on that one, it was full of all of these characters that were legendary that... Um, they needed more mana to cast and they might have stronger abilities. Yes. So in the beginning, it was like this unique character that only one person. And it was actually between two people. If I had a legendary, you could not have that one either. It was whoever had it. So it was very, very unique. Someone's got the legendary card. No one can have it. They relaxed the rules a lot going throughout the years that I could have four of them in my deck. You could have four of them in your deck of the same one. Um, so sometimes it's a very powerful card, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes it's not, but it's very unique and flavorful, mm-hmm. uh, but that's one of the uniqueness about Legendary, is that right. it's like this unique sort of character in the world of magic. Okay. And then we've got Planeswalkers, which is another way to, um, play Brawl now, so now you've got a Planeswalker that has these loyalty abilities like life, like mm-hmm. health, that can let you do a variety of things, um, so it's, um they have these loyalty abilities that you plus them or you minus them and they do different things. They change the game. They are also like powerful characters. They, technically, it says Legendary Planeswalker. So again, you can only have one of them on the field at a time of the same one. But again, in, in a brawl game, well, you can only have one in total in the deck. So those are the basically the two different types of commanders that you can have for your deck. And based on their colors at the top right uh, those are the only kinds of colors that you can have in your deck, plus oh, okay. lands or artifacts.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask you about the lands. And by the way, I, I oh, okay. So I, I see here, for example, this Blin's Walker, called Samut Tyrant Smasher, has okay, hybrid but- mana. Hybrid mana. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the first time that I see something like this.
0: Yeah, I wasn't too familiar with that kind of mana either until I got back into magic. There had only been you pay this color or this color. Hybrid mana is you can pay either, in the case of Samut, either a green or a red. Mm -hmm. So you can pay two greens plus the rest, or a red and a green, Mm -hmm. or two reds. So it's it's just any of those Uh, two in those colors.
1: All right. That's fun.
0: Yeah, it's very versatile because um, it's either or. Now the problem in Commander or Brawl is, unfortunately, then both of the colors are counted. Meaning, if I have, for example, Krenko Tin Street uh, Kingpin, this card is is just red mana, right? So all mm-hmm. my cards have to be red. Mm-hmm. Now with a hybrid mana, um, if you're going to make a deck, it has to be white and black. Right. It's not just I'm picking um, I'm picking Kaya as a black card or as a white card it's both so my deck now has to have white and black cards not just white or black cards. right so um that's one of the interesting things about trying to use a hybrid uh commander that it's got both of the colors it's you you have to use both of them
1: no i see so that can be that can be a advantage or that can be a disadvantage depending mm. on the game that you're playing.
0: It could be, depending on what kind of deck you're trying to build. More colors gives you more access to things. Like, not every color mm-hmm. can do everything. Like, right. red can really do a lot of damage directly and blue can let you draw a lot of cards. So, if you combine them together, you have both of those powers. Right. If you want to do, like, I only want to focus on black cards because I only want zombies or I only want life damage or whatever then I might not want to go to another color.
1: But also it limits you. It could limit you because black so, can't do
0: everything, white right. can't do everything, but if they join together, they can do more. Right. Yes. So if you look at the card Golos, mm-hmm. um, what's the casting cost on the top right? Right.
1: Uh, uh, the casting cost is five, but it doesn't specify any color, exactly. which is it's, really good. Exactly. It's
0: five generic, five yeah. colorless, five generic. But then look at the bottom on his, right. on his area. He's got then all the colors all right the there. All the colors. So technically, okay. that is a commander that can be all of the colors. So you yeah. can make a deck with all five colors. Wow. So that's the color identity of your commander.
1: Okay. Um,
0: of your brawl deck, uh, you can make a deck... That is all five colors.
1: Oh, my gosh. And this is really... I mean, I'm I'm assuming that he might be very, very powerful, but then you need mana of all the colors.
0: Yeah. Yeah, people are saying online, if you can handle the mana cost, that can be very powerful. Mm -hmm. Because you pay his ability, and then it lets you play any cards you want.
1: Yeah. Oh, my gosh.
0: Are there any cards here that, that are uh, interesting you or standing out to you, perhaps as a Brawl Commander? We've got some Legendaries and some Planeswalkers.
1: Well, I mean, yes. I mean, just be- because of the nostalgia and because Comic-Con, but Chandra mm-hmm. is very interesting <laughs> to me, right? So, um, yeah, I, I like her. I think she's powerful. I think she can do a lot of damage, Um, What do you think? I think
0: a mono-red Chandra deck might be cool because you would have access to a lot of burn spells. You would have Lightning Strike and Shock and a bunch of other sorts of cards that are in red to do a lot of damage. And then you would have big creatures like there's some dragons. Dracuseth could also be part of your deck And we have, like, a rapacious dragon. This is a dragon that also brings you treasure, which is more mana, actually. Right. So a mono-red sort of deck might be cool. So I've got also um, a commander that I'm liking. Uh, Let me pass this on over to you. So this is Krenko Tin Street Kingpin. It's a goblin. I I like to build decks that are, like... Themes Mm -hmm. And sometimes those themes are, like, too constricting, but that's how I love to play. You know, people that really want to win, they're going to put all of the best cards together in the right color. Me, I'm going to put together a deck that is all goblins. That doesn't mean it's going to be an amazingly powerful deck because there's not a lot of amazingly powerful goblins. Mm -hmm. But I'm thinking of making a brawl deck with Krenko right there. He's only three casting cost in total. One red plus two more. And every time he attacks, he gets stronger. And every time he attacks he makes a goblin. So eventually you've got a little uh, army of goblins. Uh, yeah. Plus my other goblins, like goblin trash master. That one gives plus one plus one to all goblins. So that would make my little goblins into bigger goblins. And this guy keeps making goblins every time he attacks.
1: Yeah. I think you know what? People don't think about those tragedies like you d- well, no like you do, but like other tragedies like this one, mm. when it's not apparently it's not that harmful, okay. He adds one it can create one one Mm -hmm. creature but then if you're patient enough
0: that's
1: going to become like bam and you kill
0: it, and if you do some enchantments or some instants there's plenty of instants that will make your little creatures into big creatures Uh, so I think that's part of the reason people like commander or could like brawl because of this puzzle like I have this idea that I want to put together and I have limitations but out of those limitations I can think of interesting things
1: yeah that's
0: very cool hey everyone we're halfway through the episode so let's take a moment to do some advertising are you looking for a cool vampire themed deck head on over to my youtube channel youtube.com slash and search for keyword vampire you'll find my killer mono black vampire deck tech A video that walks you through putting together a pretty fun, pretty strong, mono black vampire deck. Check it out, and I hope you like it. Let's get back to the show. One of my favorite standard decks at the moment also is Goblins. Um, I've played against people that like all I- Because on that one you can't have four of one at a time, so... Um, I can summon so many of these little goblins that help the other goblins and mm-hmm. suddenly they're all helping each other and I'm doing so much damage to my opponent and they, they can't even handle it. <laughs>
1: they can't even handle it. Okay, and tell me more, a little bit about Brawl. Um, so there are new cards coming. Mm-hmm. Do the company releases any teasers? So what are the creatures that are coming up? What are we expecting about them?
0: The funny thing is that people honestly are sort of saying we're in teaser fatigue at the moment. They have been for the last several right. months teasing and teasing right, and teasing right. new sets. Because since I've started this podcast at the beginning of 2019, um, we had a War of the Spark set. I remember. We had a Core Set 2020 right. set. Those two you can play in Arena. Outside of Arena, they released um, Modern Horizons. Mm-hmm. There was another like 300 new cards that are not even in Arena, Whoa. just for paper. Uh-huh. They also released ultimate masters and a bunch of other sets they've just released they've been releasing and then commander commander was just last week as of this podcast released as well that was another 200 cards so people are like that's kind of a too many sets even though it's been pretty normal like four sets per year but just people are feeling that they're coming out way too fast so right now it's an interesting time because we're talking about brawl which is focused on standard but in next month a brand new set comes out that pushes out four sets the rotation happens okay but some of the cards that you might pick for standard right now would actually rotate out you can't use them for brawl in october um that's kind of the whole point of standard uh-huh. Uh-huh. or or brawl that every two years or so some cards go away so that there's new cards and new strategies. Right. So the next set coming up is Throne of Eldraine. That one's gonna be like uh, King Arthur plus Grimm's Fairy Tale style, mm-hmm. and that's gonna have a bunch of new knights and fairies and dragons and things. Mm-hmm. And that's gonna push out some of the older mm-hmm. cards. So yep, new cards are coming all the time, and uh, previews like all the time. Yeah. <laughs> So, another thing that's different about uh, Brawl is now you can have um, planeswalkers as your commanders if you like. And you know, sometimes people um, like that and want to try it out, and sometimes they, they don't. But just more ways to play is more good, right? Uh, bad <laughs> grammar aside. So um, one of the other cards that I might think about putting in a, in a brawl deck would be Kaya, Bane of the Dead. So she is a six casting cost commander. Mm. Um, it's kind of a lot of mana to uh, get her out online, but uh, her ability is that then minus three, right away she kills a creature. So your opponent has something powerful. Well, okay, summon my Kaya, minus three, that creature's done. It's oh gosh, yeah. That's good. Um And even if she dies... Instead of going to the graveyard, she goes back to the command zone. That's one of the big ways. That's one of the big differences also in Brawl and Commander. That a creature that is your commander, you can choose for it to go to the graveyard or back to the command zone, where you can summon it again mm-hmm. if you just pay two more mana. So I can keep bringing back Kaya, and um, she can keep doing her cool thing of exiling. And also her static ability is if an opponent had uh, hexproof, uh, Kaya takes that away from them. And I'm able to target them and damage them like they didn't have hex proof.
1: Hey, can you explain a little bit uh, about this? What
0: She is, um, she's one of the newest planeswalkers that um, she came from the set uh, Ixalon. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I got back into Magic in late 2017, the new set that came out was Ixalon and then Rivals of Ixalon. It was a very like uh, adventure. Mesoamerican style with um, the the Sun Empire people, which were kind of like the Maya. Mm-hmm. Um, there were also like these conquistador vampires coming from Torezon across the ocean, uh, and they were also pirates and dinosaurs. So it was such a fun, weird set mixing real world things with fantasy things. Yeah. So she was the one that was representing the Sun Empire, and she became a planeswalker, and she's able to control the dinosaurs. Um, and she's a she's the warrior poet. She can uh she fights and such, but she also like uh, has great poetic ability. No. Her, well how
1: that can be an advantage.
0: <laughs> she would sing songs about how great she was, I
1: guess. Uh, let's see. Like maybe okay, recite or okay.
0: something. Um so yeah, I think uh Watley might be a cool commander because she's only three mana. One of the ways that is kinda like an advanced technique in magic is can you get spells that are the lowest casting cost? While your opponents are trying to cast big casting costs mm-hmm. with your smaller casting costs, you might be getting ahead in the game. So she's only three casting costs. Like yeah. what, what what does she do?
1: Um well she has this ability of uh that each creature you control assigns a combat damage equal to its toughness rather than its power.
0: Okay, that's uh, in, in the magic slang. Uh, we say that she likes big butts. Because,
1: <laughs>
0: because cards have a power and a toughness, right? Attack and defense. Right. Um, they say that when a creature has more toughness than power, they have a big butt. Because this this is the back part okay. of it. And the <laughs> So, uh, cards like Watley and also Arcady Sabbath—they like um, cards, creatures that have a, a bigger toughness than okay. power because they flip the power and then they they attack for more power.
1: Okay. So, well, if if you if you're minus three, you gain life equal to the greatest toughness among creatures you control.
0: Mm-hmm. What that means. So again, if you've got creatures with a lot of toughness. Um, you minus three, and you gain that life. So if I've got, like, there is there is one card that's like a one seven. Mm-hmm. So you minus three, and right away you gain seven life. Oh, wow, wow. And then her static ability, the one without any minus, well, it says that if that creature attacks, now it's a seven seven. Because if instead of it being a one seven, it flips it around, because that's what her ability is doing, okay. and it's attacking as a seven seven. Okay. So it's kind of weird and interesting. You.
1: Yeah, he gives you a lot of power, too.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so now with this trying to um, to cover every single identity and to to you know to be relatable, yeah. there is an old lady here. Yeah, yeah. Coming I think... coming as a legendary planeswalker.
0: Mm-hmm. I think um, the company is trying to do a very good job about reaching to a lot of demographics to a lot of people. Yeah, to be able to relate. Here we have Jaya Ballard, who actually was first introduced back in the 90s as this character that I remember when I was first playing back when there was the sets Ice Age and Alliances. That was in 1995. So Jaya's existed for a while. And she now her latest version is that, yeah, she's this older lady, and she's actually been a mentor to Chandra So she's passing on her flame powers and such and knowledge Mm -hmm. over to Chandra. So Jaya Ballard, she's always been this like interesting, sarcastic character. And if you read the magic story and stuff, she's still like that, sarcastic and Mm -hmm. stuff. So she's got all of these, like, flame powers. So
1: what you're calling her, Jaya Ballard?
0: Her last name, uh, it's not on the card, but her last name is Ballard. So Jaya Ballard is is her full name, like Chandra. Her full name is Chandra Nalar, but it doesn't always fit in the cards. So they often have, what's funny about Planeswalkers is they often have their name and then a comma and then some sort of description. Mm -hmm. Because what is what is she, Jaya what?
1: Venerator
0: Fire Mage. Oh, okay, Venerated, so that's like a, just like a, a, a way to say, like, um, what's that Respectable. Word? Respected, mm-hmm. respectable, yeah.
1: yeah. Okay, so it says that if another rare source you control would deal damage to a permanent or player, it deals that much damage plus one to the permanent or player instead.
0: So it's doing way more damage. That really rewards you that if you're playing a red deck, the more red damage that you do, your Planeswalker helps you do more damage yeah, automatically.
1: Okay. Yeah. So minus two, Jaya deals two damage to any target.
0: So right away, it can also start dealing damage to creatures, mm-hmm. your opponent, mm-hmm. even Planeswalkers. Oh, I see. So those are... Kind of some ideas there. We've got plenty of cards to play with in standard at the moment to pick a a, a commander for a brawl. Mm-hmm. I think it's really cool that the team behind Magic Arena is going to activate the ability to play Brawl on Arena very soon. Uh, they didn't say when, but um, yeah. by the end of the year, they said. Yes, okay, sir. And uh, so we're going to be able to play those sorts of decks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 60 cards, single 30 life with a commander. Um, I think that's going to be very interesting. Just a brand new mode to play.
1: Yeah. Talking about
0: card teas. Card tease?
1: Ah, Cartes. Yeah, that's what I meant. So, in general, how long it takes, it takes, what is the difference of, uh, if you have four players, oh, uh, well, I'm not sure if that will be the case, but if you have four players and you play raw, standard, or commander, what is the, do you think it one or the other, like, you have to spend more time playing? Or what is the average time?
0: So I've noticed when I play standard on Arena, if a game takes 10 minutes, I feel it took a long time. So um, like less than 10 minutes on standard is, is pretty common. Okay. It's a kind of a faster sort mm-hmm. of format. Uh, when I've played uh, Commander in real life, um, if, we, if we played under an hour, it was a fast game. Ah, okay. So sometimes they, those can go pretty fat, pretty long, but,
1: uh, pretty long. But it's so that you're all the time in your toes trying to come up with... You've got to to be on your toes because you've
0: got three other opponents. Right. um, Traditionally in in Commander, you've got three other people that you've got to deal with their own cards, plus just physically them drawing their card and looking at it and playing as you're you're just waiting. So so sometimes games could go faster. You have to keep people on track about, hey, are you in the game or are you on your phone? Right, Uh, right, right. (laughs) Now, Brawl, at the moment, is only going to be one versus one. So it's still going to be oh, one person forgetting. versus one person. Okay. Uh, and they might make it eventually four players. Okay. Uh, so it's going to be somewhere in between a short, you know, of 10 minutes game, but not as long as an hour-long game of commander somewhere in there. We'll see how it goes because it's still one-on-one.
1: So really it's a role, right? Yeah. Um, um... The company is trying to bring this new format that it's a good compromise in between the standard and the commander. So the, I guess they realize, or people start to realize that what are the advantage and disadvantage, and the company starts to accommodate, maybe bringing even another another um, format.
0: Formats happen in two ways: uh-huh. organically from the players or mandated from the company. And uh, commander was originally organic from the players and brawl is mandated. Now mandated might have too much of a strong word about forcing, but (laughs) I think more ways to play is more good. Right. So um, depending on the feedback that people give, and they're going to be able to get that feedback very directly because they're going to look at their stats and say, oh, no, one's playing brawl. So maybe people really don't want it. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately in real life, in real life, You could say that Brawl is dead in real life because the company has not supported it enough. They haven't put enough cards out for it. They haven't promoted it enough. They had one tournament so far, and the person that won it won it because they were the only person that entered the tournament. Wow. Yeah, kind of sad. So. I've played some Brawl in real life, but again, if people don't play it and not at tournaments or whatever, then the company's like, well, I guess it failed. So that's why it's great that they're putting it on Arena, which technically could be totally for free. You have nothing to lose Mm -hmm. to play it, and they're going to be able to check their stats because people already like right now playing Singleton, which is a format with one of each card. Well, Brawl is one of each card plus Commander and a couple of other things. Right, right, right. So they're going to be able to check their stats. Okay, maybe Brawl on Arena seems to be working. Let's do more about it. Or let's change it this way or that way. So formats come and go all the time. And that's a great thing, like I said earlier, that magic is not just magic. It's a bunch of different formats. Mm -hmm. Standard, modern, Commander. There's things like Tiny Leaders and Pack Wars and now Oathbreaker. And there's just so many of these uh, ones. But it's all magic and it's all good. Oh. So there's kind of like a lot to look forward to in Magic Arena, isn't there? There's just more ways to play and more cards and everything. Uh, so how many uh, goblins are you uh, looking forward to on the next set?
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to make so many goblins, okay? So l- watch out.
0: Well, Patricia, thank you so much again for uh, joining the podcast in our special uh, advanced version of the video version.
1: Yes, absolutely. I love it.
0: Do you have anything you'd like to promote, any social media, websites, anything at all?
1: You can check me out on Instagram, uh, Patricia underscore MTZD. That's Martínez Duarte, come on. Come on, it's easy, right? Um, Or you can check me on Twitter, on the PM Duarte.
0: Very cool. I see that your latest tweet is uh, retweeting the time that I got featured on Magic Arena. Yes, I of was a course. I was a featured streamer on yeah. Magic Arena for one amazing week. I'm
1: a big supporter of you.
0: Same here. <laughs> As for myself, I'm on Twitter, twitter.com slash VM Campos. I'm on YouTube, youtube.com slash VM Campos JR. Don't forget the JR because some other v- VM Campos is there and, and I hate him because he's got my name. I'm also on Patreon, patreon.com slash Uh For as little as a dollar, you can support the stream and the podcast and everything. I think it's worth it. At the $2 range, you can actually get some vintage magic cards. No, not a Black Lotus. Um, and uh, I'm all over the place, uh, even on vmcampos.com. So thank you so much for joining the podcast again. This has been vmcampos, and I'll see you in the arena.